messages that I would get was, coach, this is amazing. I'm in Poland and I'm doing this with my family. And this has become our tradition in our household because of you starting this. And I would give shout outs in the videos, people, kids and PE teachers would come on and say, please shout out my school. We love what you're doing. And it just really became a community. And it was my mission to get everybody moving, especially during that time in the beginning of the pandemic. Welcome to the Homeschool CEO Podcast, the podcast dedicated to entrepreneurs who want to successfully homeschool their kids while running a profitable business. In this podcast, we'll reveal the truth of what it really looks like behind the scenes of an entrepreneur who homeschools and how to make it all work. If you're an entrepreneur who currently homeschools or you want to start, you are in the right place, my friend. With 16 years experience combining entrepreneurship with homeschooling, I'm your host, Jen Myers, and this is the Homeschool CEO Podcast. Do you want your kid to be healthy and fit? Me too. But sometimes teaching PE at home is difficult. That is why today's podcast is so amazing. In fact, Today, I'm going to introduce you to Larissa Maloney. She is changing the way that kids do PE with her new revolutionary online interactive PE program. And the best part, you don't even have to leave your house to get your kids a great PE class experience. You're going to get to learn about Larissa's why and her journey to get her to where she is now. But before you meet Larissa, I want to give a huge shout out to one of our faithful listeners, Crazy Blessed. That's right, girl. I see you. She wrote about the podcast in a review. She said, great podcast. Love this podcast that brings both homeschooling and entrepreneurship together. Thank you so much because that is exactly why Homeschool CEO is so unique because you ladies are not just homeschool moms. You're not just entrepreneurs. You do both. And that's what makes you so incredibly special to me. So thank you, Crazy Blessed, for the wonderful review. I appreciate you for listening and tuning in week after week. All right, without further ado, I am excited for you to meet Larissa. Let's get started. All right. Larissa, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Jen. I so appreciate it. Okay, y'all, just so you know, a little bit of background between Larissa and I, we were connected by a mutual acquaintance when we tried to start a homeschool CEO co-op, which just for the record, someday we'll share the whole story, but it did not work. It did not take off. (laughs) Right, Larissa? Like we were just laughing about that. But Larissa was going to be the PE side of the co-op. And, you know, the adventure didn't work, but that's okay because we developed a friendship and a relationship that lasted beyond that. And I know that we're going to work together in the future. So I'm not even worried about that. So Larissa, tell us a little bit about yourself today. Sure. So to go, to take it back, um, I always like to let people know where I'm from. I'm from Buffalo, New York, and um, I'm proud of that because I'm a big football fan. Go Bills! (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. And if you watch Larissa's Instagram, you will see that. <laughs> you are so right. Oh my goodness. Every week there's something about Buffalo, maybe every other day. But I actually grew up in Daytona Beach slash Ormond Beach, Florida. So that's where I live now. I haven't lived here my um, the whole time. I went to college in South Florida and spent about 11 or 12 years down South in South Florida. But I live back here now because I have a family and all that good stuff. So a little bit about me. I grew up playing sports. My dad and my mom were really big into athletics. So I grew up playing basketball, volleyball, and I ran track. And I ended up uh, getting a volleyball scholarship to play in college, which is so odd because I literally started basketball when I was about six years old. And I literally thought I was going to be the first girl in the NBA. So it's funny where life, you know, just takes you. But no, I played volleyball in college. I absolutely loved it. And I went on to play professional beach volleyball where I got to travel around the country and internationally, internationally a little bit as well doing the sport that I love. So in college, I did start coaching my senior year of college, and that was mentoring youth. And I, I've done that from then to now. Also, my other background, my other life, I feel like I live like a double life now, but I, um, my degree is in communications, mass communications and journalism, and I specialize in film and drama. So when I was not in season for beach volleyball, I would be in the film world out of season. So out of the summer, I would, um, my full-time gig would be producing and acting. So I was doing that full time. And then when summer came around, I would be playing on the professional volleyball circuit. So through that, through the off season, of course I was training, but it really went hand in hand. And it's funny that a lot of people don't associate athletics with uh, having that drama piece in a person. And so you're either one or the other, but I found myself um, having both, which was very, very cool, very odd and unique. But um, yeah, that's both of my passions. And that's what's kind of made my world go round from an early age. So um, coming up to, you know, playing sports and doing the film side of things, I guess moving on now, I mean, I'm still in that. I'm still in, in exactly that. And now I'm the owner of a company called Active Kids 2.0. And that is, we specialize in kids classes. So we do anywhere from yoga to dance to karate to boxing, jazz. Oh my goodness. We do, we do it all. Cheer classes. Um, I am adding sports specific classes in there. So there's volleyball, basketball, soccer, and we're getting some nutrition stuff in there as well. And it's all online and it's all on-demand classes. And um, yeah, we serve homeschool families. That's how me and Jenner connecting and schools and moms and preschools and all that good stuff. You know, as I'm listening to your backstory, did you ever think that when you were going to school for broadcasting or film that, and you loved sports, like all of these little patchwork squares of your life that didn't seem interconnected, and now with Active Kids 2.0, how that just so beautifully weaves all of those together. Did that ever occur that every single thing that seems so unrelated would actually be so interconnected at the end of the day? 
you know what? Absolutely not. And the funny thing is growing up, well, even now I'm an introvert and when I'm speaking and when I go out to places, you know, people think I'm an extrovert because I am chatty and that, but I'm really an introvert that's learned to be extroverted in certain situations. So literally growing up, I loved plays. I loved, you know, drama, but I never thought about doing that just because I was so focused on sports. And you couldn't even do both of those at the same time in my high school because either sports ruled your life or they had a really, really great drama program in my high school and that ruled your life. You couldn't do both. So when I got to college, it kind of pops in my head again. And my dad was like, you need to do business. You need to do business. You have to, you know, because I've always had an entrepreneur spirit. And I said, no, I don't really want to do business. And the first thing that came to me was psychology, actually. And uh, I took my first, you know, psychology classes and I loved it. My dad said, nope, you need to do business. If you want to get into psychology, you know, later you can, you know, maybe start your own practice, but you need to do business first. So uh, I said, okay, dad, you know, I will take some business classes. And if, you know, if I like it, if it goes well, then I'll pursue that. I took business classes and hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I said, you know what, because I, I was fiery and I'm still fiery. I said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my life, Larissa. Yes. I said, no, nope, this is not what I'm doing. You know what? I was fortunate because I, you know, I had my school paid for because of athletics. And I said, I'm not going to waste that doing something that I don't want to do. And so I put my foot down and I said, I'm going to explore. And I said, I'm going to sign up for that drama class, what I wanted to do in high school. And okay, I was scared. Are we allowed to cuss on this podcast? Yep, you're fine. Yep. I was scared shitless. Like, I've never done drama in my life. I just knew that I wanted to try it. And as an athlete, that competitive spirit really follows you through whatever you do. So I said, you know what, I'm going to try it. And if I fall flat on my face, I fall flat on my face, but I love to challenge myself. So my first drama class, I was so scared, but I did it. I did it. Was I good at it? Absolutely not. I was absolutely horrible at it, but I did it. And I went through my first production class and I did it. And I said, this is what I want to pursue in college. This is it. It scares me. It challenges me, but I saw little glimpses of, oh, you might, there's something here that you might be good at. There's, you know, where I wasn't good at all, but there was little glimpses of like my teacher saying, whoa, where did that come from? Whoa, hold on, Larissa, where did this come from? And it just kept me in it, you know, and that's that competitive spirit. And I, 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 I held on to those little moments. And that's where it's all come together today. It's odd. It's, it's so crazy, but I follow that. I use my intuition all the time and it's all led me to where I'm supposed to be. Oh, this is such a powerful story. Like, so not what I expected to talk about, but so, so powerful because that's my life too. Like these little unrelated things, following my intuition, leaning into, you know, I have a degree in psychology and sociology, which nobody double majors in, but that has culminated 
in being able to coach and counsel and help with homeschool CEO and see both sides. So I totally feel. So my question to you then, what did your dad say when you said, dad, I am not doing business. I am going after theater art. Well, my dad knows me well. So he said, okay, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how it, you know, unfolds. Um, but I was fortunate enough to not get so much pullback, but he knows how I am. I'm, I'm fiery. And if I'm passionate about something, I go for it. And, uh, he said, okay. Absolutely. That is, and I'm so glad that you did. All right. So we kind of touched briefly on active kids 2.0, but I want to talk about what inspired you because before that you were a PE teacher, correct? So what inspired you to go into coaching and then as the next level to start Active Kids 2.0? So, okay, yeah, so there's build up to that as well. I was coaching for a very long time. I coached at every level from starting at little tots of like eight to 12 year old little volleyball players, little athletes to the college level. I was coaching at Stetson University on the beach volleyball team. So from there, that mentoring of kids led me to this pretty much. When I started to have a family, um, when I was pregnant with my little one, I had a volleyball academy myself. And so that's what I did as well as acting and producing and stuff like that. I had a volleyball academy to mentor kids. So when I had my first little one, I didn't want to work full time. I wanted to make my child number one. And that was very, very important to me. So I didn't work full time until he was three years old. And then I had my other little one and I was with her until she was two years old. So that was my priority at that time. And I knew that was something that I had to do and that I wanted to do. I didn't want to have the full-time job where at six weeks I had to put them in daycare. And I know a lot of moms do that. And I know a lot of moms have a hard time with that. And I said to my husband, if we can do this and I don't have to put the kids in daycare at such a young age, this is what I want to do. So I decided that. And then, so as time went on and they got a little bit older at, you know, when my little one got to three, my other one was, he was four. So he was in a preschool Um, When she got to three, she's very independent. She's like me. She's fiery and feisty. And she was ready for school. So I decided, let's put her in school. And then I need, I have that itch again to work full time. Mm -hmm. And I said, so I know what I am good at. And that's mentoring kids and leading kids. I still want to coach. So let's try the educator path. All right. So I'm coaching out of school and I'm teaching as well. So that's how it all started with me being in a school and in a fitness instructor position. So as a fitness instructor, I, I, I loved it. I really did. And it, it, it's, I loved it. The kids were engaged. I got to do everything with the kids. It was very interactive and it was very structured. I, I was not the the coach to throw out a whole bunch of balls and say, go play basketball, go play whatever. That's just not me. But we did everything together. Uh, It was fitness-based. They learned about the body and health and as well as, you know, keeping themselves fit. 
last year when COVID hit, it just threw everybody's world upside down, including mine. So I was in a private school at the time. Our school has about, it had about 400 kids last year. And literally we had a meeting on a Friday and she said, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole COVID thing. And we might be going virtual, but we're probably not. This is probably just, you know, a little scare, but we're going to have this meeting um, because we might. So you have to prepare a little something. Literally that night, she was like, we're full on going virtually Monday, figure it out. So everybody, yes. Wow. Literally everybody's head was spinning, including Mm -hmm. mine. So that day, that night, I sat at my kitchen table and I said, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make this work? There is an easy way to do this and there's a not so easy way to do this. So what I did was I sat down, I wrote out Monday, we're going to do a run. Tuesday, we're going to do arms and abs. Wednesday, we're going to do weight or whatever, whatever, whatever. I sat down, wrote all that stuff out. I looked at it and I said, this is horrible. That's boring. So boring. Like my, you know, my kids, my volleyball kids and my, my students that I train, they would say, coach, what are you doing? Like, this is not you. It's boring. We don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. So I crumbled it up. And then I said, you know what, how about, um, my husband built me a little home gym. Well, us, I'm in it. I'm in it most of the time, uh, a little home gym in our, um, garage. And that's where I work out. And I said, you know what, how about I just hop in there every day of the week, same time and stream these workouts. You know, I'll do some cardio, I'll do some strength workouts and we'll do it together and I'll do it live on YouTube. It's, you know, I'm still, the kids are doing it with me still. They are um, engaged. We're still having fun, even though they're not with me, but I could still feel it because I'm doing it live on YouTube and I can see if they're there. So what, what I did was I told a friend, uh, an old friend that she, she works at a local high school as well. I told her what I was doing and she's a health teacher. She said, can my kids do it too? Absolutely. It's on YouTube. It's live. It's free, right? come on, you know, let's, let's get everybody active. And then I put it on a PE, like a physical education forum as well. And uh, just said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. If you guys don't have anything, you can just hop on as well. So Monday morning hits and here I am 9am setting up this camera. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Probably. I literally have probably like 75 students. And I said, probably like 10, 15 are going to hop on. They're going to act like now they don't know how to use YouTube. Right. Right. So, so I start, you know, to warm up and there's literally like 15, 15 people in there. Right. I'm like, okay, it's not, it's nine Oh five kids. Where you at? You know, where, where are you? So I finished my warm up and then I checked my, you know, computer to see how many kids are on there. And then it's 30. I said, okay. And then I sit there for a second, you know, I, it's live. So I'm saying, Hey guys, you know, welcome, you know, feel free to come in. We're doing a workout. And I look at the computer again, all of a sudden it's 50, a hundred, 500, a thousand, 2000, 3000. And it went up to 7,000 within that hour. On your first day? Yes. Oh my goodness. So it totally blew up. It just went crazy. And I said, 
is this, you know, is something wrong with YouTube? What is going on? But um, no, that was it. So I was super pumped. The first workout, um, it ended up reaching a, a, a very large audience. And that's how it started. It started literally me doing these free workouts and I did it for the rest of the school year. I did it Monday through Friday, 9am. It was very consistent. And yeah, every workout was a couple of thousand people watching wow. and doing it at home. And we literally built a community. The messages that I would get was, coach, this is amazing. I'm in Poland and I'm doing this with my family. And this is, this has become our tradition in our household because of you starting this. And I would give shout outs in the videos, people, kids and PE teachers would come on and say, please shout out my school. We love what you're doing. And it just really became a community. And um, that was my mission. It, it wasn't to make any type of money off of it. It was my mission to get everybody moving, especially during that time in the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone was depressed, you know, no one could go outside. People were getting sick. And just my main thing was, hey, let's get your family together and let's get moving. Just try to keep your spirits up and try to keep, um, our bodies moving to stay healthy. Oh, that is so good. So powerful. And I think especially for our audience too, because we homeschool. So that's one of the things I hear from my moms all the time. Like, what do I do about PE? You know, like they don't necessarily, they don't know what to teach. They don't know how to teach it. And so they're always looking for alternatives, whether it's putting a kid in a class or finding somebody, you know, like just counting, like, oh, they're playing outside, like that's PE, that's recess, whatever, whatever that is. And I remember, you know, I was, went to traditional school and I liked PE and I liked recess and lunch because I could talk. And that was the only reason I went to school. Like the rest of it didn't learn a thing, but, um, you know, so it's really important for these kids to be able to get up and move and do things. So my question for you with Active Kids 2.0 is, how do you build the community amongst the kids and the families when you're on one side of the screen and they're on the other? Yeah. So that's a great question. I have hired like the best coaches. They're amazing. And the coaches, I've, I've told them that, you know, my, my mission in the beginning. So they know it's not just fitness classes. It's more than that. Cause I've already built the community all you have to do is integrate yourself into it and really, really um, just love on the people and love on the kids. So they, they literally do birthday shout outs for the kids that, you know, that are a part of the community. They do um, just live videos. They'll jump on a live and, you know, just say, hey, what's going on? Or give you a karate tip for the day. And that's really what the kids are looking for. Oh my goodness. When you say a kid's name online on a live or anything like that, oh, it just makes their day. So we really try to cultivate those relationships through social media. The power of social media is amazing, right? Um, social media through Facebook groups. We have our own group. We have our own page. And we really want to have it as this open relationship, not just, you know, you're watching these people do teach you something through a screen. It's 
hey, coach, I had a question about what you said in the video or what exercise you did in the video. Can you please tell me how to, what's the advanced version of this or something like that. That interaction is priceless and we encourage it. Absolutely. That's amazing. So what age range is this geared towards? Sure. So Active Kids is geared towards ages three because we have toddler time. Oh, it's so cute. And then um, it goes all the way up to 18. Um, 18, it could be you're just trying to get fit or you're an actual serious athlete. Oh, wow. Okay. So I didn't realize you had the older. I knew you had the younger up through grade school. Okay. That is awesome. So so just some questions that came in from the audience before when they knew that we were going to do this interview is one, how much room do the kids need in order to do this? Yes, that is a big question and literally not much at all. Um, a lot of schools do it. So they do little six feet boxes because of the social distance distancing aspect of it. So they do little boxes, six feet from each other um, at home you don't need much. You don't really need much at all. And the other important thing is equipment wise, you, you don't need really any equipment. There's always an option to be no equipment or like a karate class. You need nothing. A yoga class, you need your beautiful body. You know what I mean? Right. So the only thing with equipment is when you get into the sports, you might need a ball. Um, and if you do like our strength classes, you might need weights or we always use like household items too. So we make it fun. Go grab two water bottles, you know, stuff like that. I love it. I know we talked about how a lot of families have made this a tradition and parents are doing it with the children, but do parents have to be involved? Do they have to be there to observe their children while they're doing it? Absolutely not. And I know a lot of homeschool families, ooh, they're so good at what they do. And I love it. They are scheduled out, routined out. So they have their active kids time built into their schedule. So a lot of them do it in the morning and a lot of them do it like right in between where their kids are getting antsy. When they're like drained and they don't wanna do any more academics for the day, they need a break. They're like, okay. It's Active Kids 2.0 time. So once they put it on their TV, their screen, or whatever device they're using, because it's, it's yeah, it's you can use it on any device, they put it on, give their kids a little space, and they can do, the parents themselves, if they need to do the dishes, they need to put the laundry in, they need to, you know, do something around the house where they're not, like, teaching their child it, hey, we'll do it for you at Active Kids. We'll teach your child something new, something fun. They're laughing, they're moving, they're having a blast. That's awesome. So is it on demand or is it live or is it a hybrid of both? So it's on demand um, right now. We have just incorporated a couple of live classes too. So we're actually, yeah, we're doing, yeah, we're doing one in the next few days. And the live classes are so fun because the kids just get to interact right there with the coach and the coach loves it too. So, so are the, are the lives done on zoom or is it, the, is yeah, it in so, the Facebook group or how is the live done? So the live we have, we've done it on both. We've done it on zoom and we've done it on like a YouTube private link. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because some of my parents are like, I'm tired of zoom, but they want like, but I think it's important that the kids have that interaction sometimes if at all possible, because that's different, you know, when you can interact on any type of live class versus just on demand and it makes the on demand later 
seem so much more alive if they've already interacted with that teacher. Sure. Right. Like it just gives a whole nother element to it. So that's awesome. So a lot of my parents wanted to know you, you're busy. You have your mom of two young, your kids are four and six. Is that right? Yes. Four, okay. And you you're running this business. Do you still teach as well for yeah, the school? I do. So yeah. you're super busy. So what does your daily routine look like? It's crazy. And <laughs> to add, I'm expecting a third. So <laughs> it's a lot, right? right? But my daily routine, um, it, yeah, is wild. And I know all moms can, um, yeah, we, we all have wild schedules, but I feel like we have it down. So in the mornings, I like to use my morning times for me. And I know a lot of moms are like, how in the heck do you do that? Yes, because I have a great husband. <laughs> But my husband, but really my husband is up earlier than I am. So when he gets up, he goes downstairs and then the kids get up. He gets the kids and brings them downstairs and he prepares the breakfast. So that allows me to have my morning time. It's not anything long. It's not an hour of me time. Ooh, that sounds wonderful, but it's not. It's literally uh, me waking up, uh, me doing my breathing exercises, me doing my meditation, and that's anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and then that's literally me putting on my music, getting dressed, and just having that time for myself where I'm not just mommy, 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 you know? And we all, you know, have that. But it's, I, that 15, 20 minutes in the beginning of the day really is important for me. So when I'm not in school, when I'm not teaching, I always, on my weekends, I'm always, as soon as I come downstairs, I'm straight to the gym, straight to our garage gym. And I always believe that, you know, if I do it later in the day, I'm not as motivated. But if I do my workout in the morning, I do it before my body knows what's going on. <laughs> That's what I always say. So I always, I always do it in the morning. And, um, when I'm not in school, my little one, her name is Oakley. She does it with me. So it's a little routine that we've grown together and she absolutely loves it. Whether it's yoga, whether it's, you know, a cardio workout, my son, he'll pop in and out, but he's so, he has so much energy that he's just going everywhere. But my little girl, we just, we just do it together. But besides that, that's, um, if, if it's a school day, we eat breakfast together, you know, I get their lunch prepared, my husband takes them to school, and I go to work. So my, my work throughout the day is, I have a, I have a wonderful situation where I, I, I create my own hours through the day, really for my personal fitness classes. I have a lot of time to work on active kids. So it, it really, really goes hand in hand. It's very busy, but I mean, I don't know anything other than go, 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 busy, busy, busy. And that's just how our lives as moms and business owners and educators, all of that good stuff works. Um, but after that, after a full day, pick my little ones up, we do homework time together and that's our time to interact and ask about their day and have that mommy to kitty time. And my husband's still at work, which is nice just to have that time with me and the kids. 
And after they're, you know, done with their homework, usually doesn't take that long. They're ready to get out of here, get outside. So they go outside. Once they go outside, I'm either, pre I'm preparing them a snack and then I get back to work. So I'm usually working a couple more hours while they play outside, while they come in and pop in and tell me jokes or bother me or nag on me or whatever, you know? <laughs> and um, probably around about 5, 5.30, I wind down. That's when my husband comes home and then we have our time as a family. We're cooking dinner together or the kids might still be outside and regular, you know, bedtime. I really believe in my kids going to bed early. Everyone's like, what, what time do they go to bed? Literally, if they don't have any activity, if they don't have basketball or soccer, they are in bed 6.30. Um, wow, you're the only person I've heard earlier than me. We had a seven o'clock bedtime. Woo, I love it. We did. I love it. We did. And my kids never grew up knowing that sleep deprivation because they were given the sleep that their bodies needed. Yep. Absolutely. I know, we didn't, I know they need it. They absolutely need it. And yeah. our bed, and our bedtime routine is super fun too. My husband likes to take them to bed usually because he's not really with them during the day and he's not with them in that afternoon after school time. So that's his thing. I take them to bed a couple of times a week too. When I take them to bed, we always do a meditation. They, they know what meditation is about. They know it helps, it, it helps them fall asleep. Um, it helps them just relax because the days are absolutely crazy. I use Insight Timer. It's wonderful. They get, sometimes it's a story. Sometimes it's an actual meditation. Um, and I'm a believer of mantras. So we always say a mantra before we go to bed. And they know it by heart. They've been saying it since they could talk. So wait a minute. What, what's the mantra? You have to share it with us. Absolutely. So I always say, I always start off and I say, I am strong. And then they finish it. So they say, I am strong. I am brave. I am smart. And I listen to my heart. Uh, That's it. Yeah. And they repeat so it every, every night. So That's awesome. That gave me chills. So, so powerful. All right. So as you've built your business, you so you've been a teacher, you know, in a coach in the public, in the private school system, right? And you're building your business and you're an awesome mom and wife. Looking back, what is one thing that you implemented in your business that you look back and say, oh, I'm so glad I did that? Um, that's a good question. Um, probably our team meetings. We do a team meeting once a week with my coaches and they're not full-time coaches with the company. So it's not like we have, you know, our everyday meetings type, type of things, but our team meetings, um, we have it about once a week and we've created this bond and this family type feel within my company, um, that I feel like it's, it's one of the best things that I've implemented. Uh, we talk about wins for the week. We talk about goals for next week. We talk about things that made us smile, you know, even if it's with a live class or whatever's happened through the day. I mean, my coaches do a million other things too. So one of, one of them is uh, in school to be a doctor. Like, yeah. And, and she's uh, been a karate master since she was like 13. So it's, it's, it's wild, but that is probably the best thing that I've implemented within my business. That that's awesome. All right. So if you could credit one person 
that has really influenced or helped you become the woman that you are today, who would you give that credit to? That's a great question as well. Probably my brother. He is a year and a half older than I am. So we've grown up so close. And um, my kids are the same age, the same age difference as we are. And we've grown up so close. And he's always been someone that I can look to um, when it comes to being a mentor and setting an example. He was an athlete as well. He pushed himself. He was very, very smart in school. And he didn't have to study like I had to study which is something I admired, but he, with everything, he pushed himself and he set such a good example for me. And when, whenever I am in a rut or need advice, he's always there. And he's been my one person that I can rely on from the day I was born. That is awesome. So good. All right. And if you were at the end of your life and if you want to be remembered for one thing, what would you want to be remembered for? impacting people's lives and that's it i mean i believe that's why we're here you know to impact each other's lives and whether that's within your family within your business uh within within anything really we're here to make a difference in people's lives and hopefully make them better in return making you a better person love it and that is why we love you all right larissa tell our audience how they can get signed up for Active Kids 2.0 and how they can connect with you online. Absolutely. So our website is www.activekids, the number two.com. And we are on Instagram, um, Active Kids 2.0. I'm on Instagram too, Larissa.maloney. Yeah, we have a seven day free trial going on right now. So if you go to our plans and pricing page, go ahead and sign up there. It gives you a seven day free trial. Try it out. See which classes your kids are gravitate towards. And yeah, we would love to have you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Jen. If you love Larissa and you are looking to prioritize your kids' fitness, please be sure to check Larissa out at Active Kids 2.0. And also, I want to quickly mention something that we didn't cover in the podcast, anti-racism and diversity in homeschooling. A few weeks ago, we had a podcast interviewing Dr. Monet on how to raise an anti-racist child. It is one of my most listened to episodes so far. And one of the suggestions that Dr. Monet gave was to be intentional about finding other teachers, doctors, and other professionals that look different than you, whatever your skin color is. Look for other people to enrich your children's life with that look different than you. Ways that they can see diversity in a good light. All right, now one of the things that I just love about Active Kids 2.0 that I wanted to share with you here after the interview is over, just between you and me, not between all of us, but that one of the things that I love about Active Kids 2.0 is not only are they incredibly passionate about what they do, their teacher and coaching team is diverse in all of their skin colors, in their styles, in their methods. Every teacher is different. And I love that about the culture and the company that Larissa has created. If you've been around Homeschool CEO very long, 
you know that I will always encourage you to include diversity, not just in skin color, but in religion, in belief systems, all the things around your family and your homeschooling so that you can just enrich your child's life and really prepare them for the world that they're going to enter. All right, with that being said, if you want your kids to have fun, move their bodies, and maybe even give you 30 minutes of uninterrupted alone time, be sure to check out Active Kids 2.0. Connect with Larissa on Instagram. Let her know that you heard her here at the Homeschool CEO Podcast. I know she would love to hear from you. And I know I tell you all the time, but seriously, thank you so much for tuning in week after week. I love making the podcast for you, talking to you, and I'm just so appreciative that you join me week after week. See you next time. Hey friend, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I really appreciate it. And for more information on connecting with other homeschool CEOs just like you, be sure to check out our website at www.homeschoolceo.com. And as always, Team Homeschool CEO, you ladies inspire me. Thank you for always showing others what is possible. You guys are awesome. See you next week. Thank you.